The bar is open. Our drinks are flowing. And I'm Jack. And I'm Daiquiri. Welcome back to the Jack and Daiquiri Show, girls. On this week's episode, we are drinking vodka sodas. Um, blow me. It, that shit is expensive, girl. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell what you want me to tell you. Like we spent over a hundred dollars on those last fucking drinks and niggas have a card note payment now. <laughs> so like I'm sure you will forgive me with time. A um, month ago, Dakri'd been like, eh, it's just a hundred. Yeah, just blow the money, you know. <laughs> I was being really arrogant back then. Now <laughs> I like <laughs> Your now life I, have, is <laughs> I have a lot of fucking things to pay for, like we fucking, I'm going to, this is not like a big announcement right now. My partner and I have been family planning for like the past several months. Um, I've been putting money into a bank account. <laughs> um, a portion of my check goes into a fucking uh, a bank account for a clump of sales that doesn't exist yet. I can't afford <laughs> to be buying fancy doodle doodle drinks for you girls. Considering it ain't but a handful of you who listen to the goddamn show in the first place. So <laughs> until you girls start running up ad revenue... We will be doing the real simple drinks. Now, I did add a splash of flavor to this. There's Kool-Aid packets in this shit. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking, it's vodka soda with fucking uh, red and blue Kool-Aid packets because we're niggers. I was going to say it's given the the family cookout 4th of July. No, this is so ghetto. And like, (laughs) we're drinking out of really fancy glasses though. Shout out my drink cart upstairs. And, And I can't taste the liquor in this. Which is concerning. Like, it's not a matter of, oh, I think this is a really, really weak drink. I think that vodka can be, you can mute vodka with other things very easily. And then the vodka will sneak up on you later on. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Zachary's going to be running around his house just just draws. Just running around going crazy. The back of my eyes are already starting to buzz. So this will be fun for me. (laughs) Like, I'm already like, oh, shit. Like, shouldn't have made a vodka anything girl <laughs> and he's killing his shit i'm taking a couple sips he is drinking this like it is actual kool-aid right mama now mama did raise a homosexual but she didn't raise a bitch <laughs> so <laughs> how are you this week my friend i'm good man um work is great still getting high praise there so work. that's good it's so like almost every week my my you know my supervisor's telling me something else I'm doing good on or yeah. something else that he wants me to help the team with, which is cool. Um, home's great. This weekend's going to be great. We've got a bachelor slash bachelorette party that me and my shorty are both going to. Oh, wow. So that'll be cool. I think those are kind of cool. Yeah, they, they certainly can be. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, because me, I don't have any interest in doing the whole, like, me and just all my guy friends and, like, Doing the strip club and like, I honestly, and I told my shorty, I'm like, I want to do, I I was like, I think it'd be cool if I did just the bachelor to like me and my friends, we go and we get stupidly expensive, like tomahawk steaks. Oh my God. And like eat this like big ass dinner. Right. Yeah. And then we go to a cigar lounge and just get the best like Cubans that you could Mm, find mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and call it a night. Right. And she's like, well, why don't we just have one together? And I was like, that would be dope, too, because we could go to this nice-ass restaurant, have a fancy-ass dinner, maybe not do the cigars, because I don't know too many girls that smoke cigars. Yeah, no. But do something like, you know, merged. And I think that's what this weekend's going to be like. Yeah. Um, it's her friends, are, her friend from high school is getting married. So um, we're going to kick it with them on Saturday. Cute. And then, yeah, man, the Chiefs are 2-0 and right now. My fantasy team is 2-0 and right now. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but 
when I did that fucking draft, I knew I was coming in hot. You're like, you had the tea the whole time. Yeah, my league can't fuck with me right now. Oh I God. mean, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence <laughs> um, at this point. There's not really much that I can't do right now. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm on cloud nine. How are you? Well, first off, I'm, I was thinking just about like what, a, what would a bachelor party look like for me? Uh-huh. Because I don't have, this is going to sound sad, I don't think that it is. Um, I don't have a whole lot of guy friends. It's literally you, mm-hmm. and <laughs> your brothers. You count th- my brothers do not count as friends. I mean, yes, they, they, I, they, I, those are my niggas. Like I love my yeah. brothers, but like it, all of my friends are a women and b gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I feel like a bad and all and c stoners. So for me, it, I feel like a bachelor party would look like. Me and all of my lesbian friends and you (laughs) smoking weed. That'd be fun. Like, I think it would just be us playing games, smoking weed, watching, like. See, that that still sounds like fun. That's why I I don't know exactly what we're all going to be doing. I know we're going out, but I don't know where or, like, what type of places these are. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I think it'll be cool. Me and you know, me and Shorty don't really go out like that. Like we'll right. go to a bar or something. But like this is like a get dressed, like semi, like fancy, out. and yeah. like you know. So it's gonna be fun. I um I have to buy a suit this weekend because next week I have to go to a um a gala, a gala, a gala. I don't know. I don't know what what they're called. G A L A. I don't know. The Met Gala thing. Are oh, you going to a gala? I'm going to a gala. He going to the Met Gala. Right. That thing. Um, it's for like, wait, what kind of suit do you want? I want to get, first of all, I've never been to, um, a gala before, but I want to get like a blue suede suit, like a blue velvet suit. Okay. I want to be just like mad niggerish. Like I want to get like a blue velvet suit and like brown shoes. Jack, do you have a suit? (laughs) I was going to say so I have a suit actually, like it's not blue suede, okay, but it is like a navy three piece suit, um, that I me, just I can show you, yeah, and I think, I mean, it's nice. I just bought it for a wedding, and then I was working out too much, mm-hmm. so it didn't fit me, yeah, when I went to wear it. But I think it would fit you. And I feel like a lot of the clothes, like every now and again, you'll like be like, oh, do you want such and such shirt? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, let me see what that looks like. And then honestly, everything you've given me fits totally fine. Um, So I got to I'm doing that next week. Um, This week, I'm going to. What type of gala is it? Is it like I have art? Is it? No. So fashion. I'm trying not to say a whole lot because I end up having to bleep a whole lot of things. But Ah. it's for work. Mm. Um. Our principal is, I don't know, getting honored for something. I didn't I didn't ask a lot of questions. Like You're just gonna show up. They were like, you can pay a hundred dollars when you come in. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just do Per that. person? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think it was probably a, like a little bit more than a hundred dollars. I don't I swear to God, I don't know why Y'all we're having the it. thing. I don't know what it's for. I don't know what it's supposed to be like. But I was told, oh, hey, get a suit. And I was like, okay, cool. See, I that's that, that fancy black. That's going to be that high class night. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and I've, like I said, I've never been anything like that before, but I'm, I'm excited to go. Um, this fucking weekend, my partner and I are going to um, a Latino heritage uh, festival. It's fucking, um, I 
want to say it's Latino. It's Latino Heritage Month. I really don't know because uh, it uh, is right now. Latinos don't get like an actual month. They just get 30 days. Yeah, no, it is because the only reason I know is because the NFL is doing like they'll have a commercial for, you know, a game that they're going to have, but they'll put it all in Spanish. Got you. Like a certain week. So they'll do it in English and the next commercial will be in, Spanish, be in Spanish. Okay, got with you. The game and so, yeah, so happy, happy Latino Heritage Month uh, to the entire uh, Major League Baseball um, Association. Nigga. <laughs> Happy Heritage Month uh, to every Cut that out. to every Dominican who plays for the for the MLB. Oh my god! <laughs> and to Bad Bunny uh, <laughs> and me, fuck. Um, so we're going to like a heritage festival uh, tomorrow. Fr- Fridays are our date nights, um, and those have been just so much fun. Like. There we go and do like whatever little cute thing we want to do. So like last week we went hiking, which was just really fun, and we sit up and talk about like we we like to throw hypotheticals at each other all the time. Like okay, so like uh, what would you do if our kid is like ten years old and like such and such thing happens? And we just like I have a lot of fun talking about the like mundane family shit with my partner, mm-hmm. which is how I can tell I really love him. Like yeah. We talk about the most boring ass like shit in terms of like we it's always like, okay, we want to live in Chicago, probably like what part do we want to live in? Like what school district do you want to teach in? Like where are we going to send our kids for camp? You know, like these sorts of things that are like they seem so little, Mm -hmm. but I think it's because I really want a family that I'm like. That shit excites the fuck out of me. You gotta always date your partner, bro. Like, yeah, I don't remember where I heard that, but me and my shorty have done that. I've never done that in relationships before. With her, like, like I said, like we set aside every Friday is date night. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on, like that time, like it's just us chilling. And sometimes not even anything crazy. Like it could be ordering a pizza and, and like, watching, watching a movie, a movie or that's something. Right. That's right. You know, so that's very. I think that's very important. So I'm glad you guys do that. That's no, awesome. No, the, the date night shit is really fucking healthy. Like, it's just, it, it's such a nice time for us to, whatever's going on at work, like, it is, it becomes completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like, I stopped thinking about that shit because I'm like, I'm with my nigga right now. It, like, really does not matter. Um, and then I feel like the things that we, like, sort of, pick and choose to do it's we're always out doing something you you know us like mm-hmm. we're a smidgen on the bougie side um so that's been really fun um work is really interesting to me right now because i think i realized that i am having to love these kids in a little bit of a, like a different way than the ones that i had last year <clears throat> like i these kids are not nearly as grown as the last year's group was like they are not very mature That's good, at all. And no, it's it's very good, but it, it also means that I have to field things like, well, he stepped on my shoe. Well, she pushed me in line. Well, he cut in front of me in line, and I have to always remind them like, what you're telling me does not make a difference to my life at all. <laughs> like, I could not care any less. Get in the goddamn line. <laughs> like, I have to constantly do this shit, and then like they don't know how to work stuff out. I have to grit my teeth at a lot of the boys a lot of times because, oh, something happened. <laughs> oh. 
How something happened at work that fucking pissed me off. Um, it wasn't a huge issue because it didn't have anything to do with me, but it was having to do with one of my students. So they started um, they started cheerleading tryouts at the beginning of the week, and like we open it up to anybody. Like you can try out. Like I don't I don't say when I'm announcing things. Oh, girls, if you want to try out. Oh, boys, if you want to try it. I said, is there anybody who wants to try out? And like you see this thing happen when you when I do that, where it's like, oh, the boys or the girls might kind of hesitate to put their hand up, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. So the cheerleading tryouts, like we got we got given the announcement flyer thing, and I was like, oh, does anybody want to try out for the um, the cheerleading squad? And uh, like two or three of our boys kind of shot their hand up fast, although one of them I could tell was just like fucking around. One of them was being dead ass serious. And this is a student who, in my opinion, and I know you're like not supposed to say shit like this, but I'm gay. Blow it out of your fucking ass. Um, this is one of my students who I fervently believe is probably going to grow up to be a homosexual, um, just in my interactions with him. Like he's very effeminate, like very like he talks to me like with his hands doing all this shit and you know, like like me and him are gay homies or something like that. <laughs> And it's funny because his other teachers haven't really detected it, which means he's only doing it with me, uh-huh. which means he's seeing something in me that he can relate to, which is really, like, interesting. But so he raised his hand, and then, like, the little boys in the classroom, oh, boys don't do cheerleading. I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, don't come into my classroom telling me what boys and girls do and do not do. I was like, that's silly. I was like, I knew boy cheerleaders growing up. Like, don't please don't play games. Like, yeah. don't. Don't come in here telling me what your parents told you about how boys and girls should be operating. Like, you're not going to get me to give a shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I said to the kid who was, like, obviously very serious about it. I was like, oh, do you actually want to – do you want a flyer? I was like, do you actually want – he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'll get you one. So I got him a little flyer whatever, and then he didn't bring it back signed or something like that. And so we had to kind of call his folks to ask if he could. Uh Uh-huh. Parents weren't going for it at all. Parents weren't going for it at all. I tried to call his punk-ass mama, and she never answered the phone. So then I was forced to talk to his dad. Oh, God, I hate talking to dads. I hate talking to dads on the phone. Because dads over where I work at are useless. There's no point in talking to them. Like, they provide no information. They know jack shit about their kids. They don't actually know how to how to give input into the situation, and if, and if I'm calling them about behavior, their only response is, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat his ass when he gets home. I don't want you to, <laughs> stupid monkey. I want you to talk to your kid about making better decisions. You popping your kid because he pushed somebody in line does not teach him that violence isn't the answer. It teaches him that it is. You're an idiot. So I don't like talking to, I don't like talking to dads. I'm like, where is your mama? <laughs> What is your mama's phone number? Mom wasn't answering. Had to call dad. Dad was immediately like, uh, well, what is a boy supposed to be doing in cheerleading? I said, sir, I'm sure that I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they're going to make him wear a skirt <laughs> if you're concerned about that. You said that to his dad? The social worker did, and I was on the phone. She oh, said, we're shit. not going to make him wear a skirt if you're concerned about that. And he just sat there silently. I'm like, you're such a fucking more Like, so dumb. So I was really like, hey, I get what you're saying. I'm letting you know that he has expressed an interest in going out for this thing. You can, go to, you can go to college for that. 
You can get scholarships for it. I know this because I went to middle school with somebody who was a male cheerleader who ended up going to school off a scholarship and is now like a cheerleading coach. Like the nigga is actually doing very well for himself and he ain't that much older than you or I. Mm -hmm. So for my piece of it, and again, I'm gay, so maybe that changes the dynamic. Like I do not think about what boys should do or what girls should do. Like that, that kind of stuff doesn't really factor into it for me because I'm like, who told you what boys should and should not do, right? right. Like who told you what girls should and should not do? And can you show me these things written down? Right. Or are these things that you just think and you are forcing them onto a child? Yeah, I mean, I had a friend from high school who in college, he tried out for the cheer team and he made it. And honestly, he like all his stories were basically just like the cheer team was dope because you get to travel to games. You get in free to all the games. Of course. You're just working out a shit ton. Like practice would be practice, but you also would work out a bunch. Right. So a lot of these dudes are jacked that are doing it. And I mean, it doesn't hurt that you're surrounded by good looking women, you know, like, four to five days a week. Like that's not a bad thing at all. So I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see how that dad, like what he's thinking. Cause back when he was a kid, that's what it would be considered. It's like, Oh, if you're a cheerleader, you're a girl. And if like, that's, how, that's, I how understand the logic. I really, really do. But like, I implore people to read a book besides the 40 law, 48 laws of power and yeah. green eggs and ham. Like, I don't, I don't think they're, I'd let my son be a cheerleader. It, the, here's my, my issue is like. Because if you if you met this child that I'm talking about, you would immediately be like, oh, no, he definitely is going to be gay if he's not already. And what, right. from what I've heard about him, he's already kind of having conversations, not with other kids, but like, no, he like defended himself one time because he was doing something, quote unquote, girly. And one of the boys said something to the effect of like, oh, boys don't do that. And he was the, the kid was like, oh, it makes you look like you like boys. And the little boy was like, what if I do? Like, oh, like double dog daring niggas to say something, right? And I can respect shit like that. I can respect uh, a, a kid who's like, leave me alone. You mm. know what I mean? So, dad wasn't really feeling it. Um, I had already texted and called mom several times, and then she had texted me back later on and was like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, got you. Like, whatever. Well, they probably, I mean, it sucks, but maybe they have the same insight that you do. And they're like, we don't want to encourage it. That is quite literally what is going on. You know on. what I'm saying? But that is homophobic. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm saying that's most likely. That is factually what's going, what's going on, on. Because you know? his, I, him and his uh, cousin, one of his cousins, are both in my homeroom class. Mm-hmm. And they hang out all the fucking time. Well, his cousin's mom, <laughs> his auntie, mm-hmm. was like... Telling somebody else at the job, yeah, nah, they're actively trying to, like, discourage him for any... Here's my thing as a gay man, okay? Right. Go ahead. I got I got one. Well, no, go. you go first then. Well, my thought process, too, is that aren't these kids only, like, eight years old, they're seven years old? eight years old, dog, like... So that also means that they're not, like, 100%. Right. Anything. Right. 
It's not like the little nigga is sucking dick in the third grade. Right. Like, that's my thing. And that's why I'm like, maybe that's why they're like, oh, it's a phase type shit. And I know that's a bad word to use no, for no. something like this. I feel you. But I think that's probably what they're thinking. If they can stop it, then by the time he gets older, it won't happen. But at the same time, it literally most like, and you, you know, the student, my thought process is maybe he just wants to do it. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, like he, the little nigga also plays football. Right. So like, it'd be like, by the time he's 10 years old, he'll be like, yeah, I'm dating old girl and old girl, and I'm the running back on the football team. Here's my thing as like a gay person <laughs> who I didn't figure the shit out until I was like 20, and I'm a, I ain't but 25 now. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is like, you girls can do the whole. I notice certain patterns in my child, and I'm going to discourage them. First off, they, uh, you're only discouraging that shit when it's a boy, because if, if the little girl, if a, if a little girl was gay, no one's saying anything about the little tomboy girl running around playing football with the boys. Nobody's saying shit about that. Second, the little boy, particularly particularly little black boy, wants to hang around with girls. Now suddenly it's an issue. Here's the problem. Yo, you know what? <laughs> That's funny you say that, because I remember. Oh, this had to be second grade. In second grade, my two best friends were girls. Mm-hmm. And I remember my pops um, asking me one day, he was like, what do you do at uh, recess? Because I was telling him, I was like, oh, me and old girl and old girl, we we're always like, we always like, we would just run around, play games, like all this right, type of shit, right? Right, right, right. But he was like, why don't you ever just like play with like the other boys in your class? And I was like. I mean, I'll talk to, like, the other guys and stuff, but, like, most times it's just me and those two. Like, we just hang out because we all walked to school together. Gotcha. We all were, like, we all went to the same church. Like, we were just close. He's like, I want you to, you know, go play basketball with the boys and, like, do this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. So the next day, like, I remember telling my friends, like, I can't play with y'all today. And they're like, why? And I was like, I got to play basketball. Like, my dad told me I have to play basketball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I went over there, played basketball with, like, my guy friends. And it was fine. But I was right. like, in third grade, I'm like... No, because, like, me and, like, the girls, like, we would, like, be running through, like, the fucking, like, woods mm-hmm. and, like, you know, throwing sticks at each other and shit, like, running right. up and down hills mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, I didn't want to play basketball. We had, you have recess back then. We had recess for, like, an hour, maybe sure. even a little bit longer. I don't want to play basketball for an hour when I was in third grade. It, you use both it your hands to shoot still. after 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, I would rather yeah. run around, do some shit, climb the monkey bars. But that's funny because I remember, I remember my pops specifically being like, I want you to play with the boys like when you're at recess. And, and like, black parents can be like that in my yeah. experience. Here, here's the flaw is, and I, I'm all right with running with it being a phase. I like, am, I don't shy away from that being an argument. Here's my, here's my counter to it though. If it is a phase, it will naturally run itself out yeah. with or without your intervention. And if it's not a phase, it will naturally develop with or without your interference. Fact. I didn't figure out, uh, let me use a different term. I didn't accept that I was gay until I was like 20. I had gotten an inkling when I was like 14, okay? Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's high school. Freshman year of high school, niggas started listening to Frank Ocean and suddenly it was like, oh wait, what? What's going on over here? So, then when I came out to my mom in my 20s, it was literally, oh, well, 
it probably is just a phase, which again, I was like in my 20s. I'm like, okay, girl, I've been sucking dick for three years <laughs> in your basement. I'm like, my don't really God. know that that's going to phase out, but sure. <laughs> so my thing as now a gay person who is like watching kids, like, yeah. I, like, in, it, like in the education setting, I feel like kids who's kids are kids are either going to be gay or they're not going to be gay and there's nothing the fuck you can do about it yeah. you can send your kids to conversion therapy camp send them to church make them watch i don't even know the fuck what i know a whole bunch of church people that are gay hello a lot i grew up in the church that's what i'm saying man so for me number one you're not stopping anything right Number two, as someone who has parents, as a gay person who has parents who really are not down with it, that kind of shit only serves to create resentment between the child and their parents. And then when they get older, the kid is going to rebel the way kids tend to do anyway. It's just going to be worse because you have not fostered an environment at home where the little nigga gets to do what he wants within reason, which cheerleading is within reason. Yeah. Um, and so he grows up resenting you. He hates his fucking parents. He does anything he can do to spite you, right? And he doesn't trust him. He won't talk and to him. And he doesn't trust you with anything. And yeah. then also then he's going to go out and do the gay thing. And my gay people who are listening to this, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. He's going to go out and be gay and stupid. <laughs> he's going to go get his heart broken and or... Uh, have like unprotected sex with some with like a bunch of random strangers and end up, get, end up getting sick some kind of way, right? And all of this shit comes from, well, when I was eight years old, I remember my parents wouldn't let me go out for cheerleading. I'm like, yeah. they don't see the threads because they see it as we have to stop it now. You can't stop being gay. If I could, I would have been straight by now. Like, I would have I would have stopped being gay a long time ago if it was something that I could actually choose to do because being gay kind of sucks a little bit. Mm. They're about to put niggas marriage uh, rights back on the Supreme Court docket in about the next 35 days. I'm about to be in a situation where I might not be able to ever marry my boyfriend. So like I would rather not be gay sometimes to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I can take it or leave it at certain points in time. But what I'm saying is whether or not I want to be gay, I am. Whether or not my parents wanted me to be gay, I still am. And whether or not that child's parents want him to be gay, he's still going to be. Or he's not. You know why? Because he's fucking eight. Yeah. And you don't I know. think that's the biggest takeaway is that he's a kid. He's a goddamn child. Do you really want to be the parent who in 10 years your kid looks back and be like, damn, they didn't let me do fucking anything. Yeah. I mean, he could also just be... I remember... Um, now, this might be a good example because these guys did end up being gay. But I remember like guys in like elementary school and middle school that would just be like the dudes that love to do like flips and like cartwheels and sure. shit and like all that yep. type of stuff. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like, bro can do like eight backflips and then that turns into cheerleading. And I'm like, okay, cool. I couldn't do that shit. I couldn't be no cheerleader at all. 
Hell no. It takes too much it, work. It's a skill that you have to have to do that. You'll never get me to talk shit about any 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 kind of cheerleading. No, that no. shit is way too physically taxing. Yeah, no. Those they're athletes, dude, and they work hard just like everybody else. They don't get the same credit as a football or a basketball player, but they are hundred percent athletes. Yeah. And so like th- that shit happened, I was like I was only slightly irritated about it because I have decided that when my contract is done where I work, I will be moving and I won't be renewing my contract. It is not at all because I do not like my job. It is not at all because I do not like where I work. Oh, that's breaking news right there. Yeah. So isn't your contract yearly? My contract, this first one that they made us sign was for three school years. My nigga over here sound like an NBA player. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know the Draft first. Pick. Yeah, you know the first year I signed a one year deal <laughs> worth about this much. But then they re I did an extension, so they gave me a three year for that much. Money. Yes. Like, Damn. Okay. So they contracted us for three school years. So the twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two school year was one year. 2022, 2023 is another one, and then my last school year would be the 2023, 2024. Which means my contract will be done with them probably May or June of 2024. Okay. Which means... Yo, I, that's way sooner than it sounds. It's really, really close. Because we're near the end of this year. So, in light of breaking news, like, in, in relation to more breaking news, um, the plan... And again, this is a plan. I say this lightly because I, even though I'm not a religious person, I do recognize that when you tell God what your plans are, they tend to not go the way you want them to. The plan, 2024, I'm moving out of St. Louis, moving to Chicago. Um, that's kind of been a, a decision that I've been wrestling with for like, oh, six, maybe seven months. Damn. Just kind of in brain... My partner's from Chicago. His family is up there. Mm-hmm. He spent years away from his family. And he's like, I want to go back home. And I'm like, work. I can do that. Like, that's totally fine. I grew up in this area since I was a baby. Um, I already planned on moving somewhere else, right. like, after a couple years anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, that wasn't too big of an issue. But it was kind of like I wasn't sure – what I was going to do when the contract was done, if like, oh, I'll go work over here, but still like in the surrounding areas, if I'll, you know, change career paths and go do something else. I still like education and I still want to be a teacher. I know for a fact, I do not want to die teaching. That's not going to, that's, this yeah. is not my end career. The plan later on uh, to do guidance counselor work. Oh, that'd be dope. Um, but all of this is sort of taking place probably in Chicago. So I guess it's sort of out there now, <laughs> which means... Well, the Jack and Daiquiri podcast will be ending... Right, uh, <clears throat> May uh, or June of 2024. Yeah. I guess I've just... And again, <clears throat> like, it's two, it's 2022 right now. Plans always change, but I am the kind of person, like, once this I... This ain't leaving. He ain't leaving. He's gonna switch schools. Oh, I should tell you, show you the Zillow account. <laughs> he ain't and all leaving. the all the houses that I put hearts <laughs> next to already. Um, it has been been kind of a, a big decision, and uh, I feel like once I made it, I was like, okay, cool. Right. But so I I say all that to say, like, with the the little kid being gay, like, first off, 
I knew for a fact I wasn't going to be working there forever. But then after that, I was like, girl, I can't be around y'all for too much longer. <laughs> I, I just, I, I cannot do it. But um, I'm here, uh, excited to do the show. Um, I'm feeling a slight buzz beside, behind my eyelids yeah, right now. Yeah, you Because my drink is left. gone. Matter of fact, let me kill this. Dramatic. Okay, let's do a <laughs> fucking podcast. Um, I'm going to let you kind of lead a lot of these because I feel like you have way more tea this week than I do. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a story out right now about here. Let me look it up. Brett Favre sports. We're going to talk about sports for a little bit. I love it. So Brett Favre touchdown is a hall of fame quarterback. He played for the green Bay Packers. He was a good quarterback. I mean, I remember him as a kid and he I just remember everybody was like, he's good. I personally think he's all right. When we when we were kids, Brett Favre was fifty five years old. Yeah, he's always been old to me. Like, <laughs> like he played for the Vikings. I remember when I was in like middle school, I think, and I was like, "This dude is old." Because no, Brett Favre is old as fuck. He was in the NFL in like nineteen ninety, maybe even like late eighties. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me look up a quick articles. You just gotta type the man's name in. But he's gotten into some hot water as of late. Yes. So Brett Favre is a millionaire. Right. Multi. Multi-millionaire. Brett Favre um, recently is under a little bit of a scandal because Brett Favre stole. Yes. He Orange. stole $5 million. <laughs> With an M. Million. Yes. From the state of Mississippi. Now, let's talk about Mississippi for 10 seconds, right? Mississippi is the poorest state in the United States, right? Oh, wow. So you have this white man mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who stole mm-hmm. $5 million from the poorest state in the United States. But on top of that, the $5 million that he stole was for welfare cases. <laughs> so he stole $5 million in welfare like funds. Jesus Christ. Right. Him along with the governor... Of Mississippi, like they did this shit as a team because white men always travel in pairs. Yeah, that's crazy. Or clans. Or cl- yeah, did it together. Um, basically, he wanted to build a new volleyball stadium at his alma mater, which is um, University of Southern Mississippi, right? So you're like, why is Brett Favre wanting to build a volleyball stadium, right? What the fuck does he know about volleyball? Yeah, he knows one player quite well because um, he made her. Yeah, that's right. Brett Favre stole five million dollars to help his daughter for his child and, and her team build a new volleyball arena. Omg. Um. So here's here's the thing. Well, it's this is kind of a two parter mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because this was in the news for probably about three days. Okay. A lot of people are like, "You gotta be a low down dirty dog. <laughs> you gotta be low." To take five million from the poorest state. Yeah, you gotta be a piece of shit, man. He lied. He said, but you know, the governor's like, hey man, we can just write it off, say, you know, you did speeches, you ran camps, you'd show up and you know, sign autographs type shit. He ain't do none of that shit. He'd be like, Oh yeah, I'll come and talk to a group of kids. That nigga ain't show up. Oh wow. So he he it's all like fraudulent shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's in the news for a couple of days. People are just like, yeah, he, he's dirty, low down dog, right? Today, breaking news. <laughs> and it ties back in. 
Ime Udoka, right? Head coach of the Boston Celtics, black man. And he is currently right now, now he may not be for too much longer, but right now he's married to Nia Long, right? We all know Nia Long. Ooh. Who was just the 90s baddie. Yeah. <laughs> like she was so fine. She's still bad. Yeah, right? she is. So he got in a little situation where he could possibly be suspended for this entire upcoming NBA season because he had a consensual affair. Affair, yes. <laughs> he cheated on Nia Long. With a staff member mm, of the Celtics, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this literally dropped today. But from the time I clocked in at work at 8 o'clock this morning until five minutes before we started recording, yeah. it was still all Imeodoka, right? Brett Favre stole $5 million. I'm not saying one is better than the other because you can't judge a rock with a rock. But mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I still think. Because you can at least judge a pebble versus a boulder. Like, yeah, I still think taking $5 million from wealth that was supposed to be used for welfare is a little bit worse than a consensual cheating. It's so much worse. <laughs> I still think like, it's a lot worse. Fucking Mississippi. I mean, and I am not condoning cheating at all. Here's the thing: if, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was consensual. That's the thing. That's the huge. There's no sexual assault there. No, like, and no the girl quaaludes. No, the girl literally. The crazy thing is, she looks similar, not the same, but she look has a couple of the same features as Neil Long. Yeah. His work wife. So they got caught up, right? Jesus Christ. So we got a man who, I mean, besides cheating on his wife, did everything right. I mean, he was like, do you want to do this? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we both know about the policy the team has. Yeah, we still do it. Okay. Right. My thing is, if you're going to tell the whole world about this, mm-hmm. are you going to fire him? Or are you just going to like put his business out? Because the thing is. I don't really need to know what's going on in his personal life. I don't need to know what some celebrity nigga is doing with his genitalia. I No. I don't care. But I would love to hear more about how a millionaire White stole millionaire. five million from a poor state. Here's the thing, too, about Mississippi. Like, obviously, it's deep south, which means, A, it used to be a slave state. 100%. And it also... They're the farthest, like, behind. Like, that state... I would rather they, die than ever step foot in Mississippi. Yeah, no shade to anyone that is... I'm so sorry in if you're down there. Like, or, Yeah, there's a couple states that I would never leave. You need to follow the North Star back home, girl. Yeah, like, no. Mississippi, <laughs> Alabama, Kentucky. Shit. I, I wouldn't live in any of those. Here's my thing about a lot of those southern states, particularly with Mississippi, because we're talking about it now. There is, even if it's not a large black population, there is a black population in Mississippi. Oh, no, it's Mississippi's like 90-something oh, percent black. Okay, great. It's, so, it's not 99, but it's it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like 94, 95% so black. For me, obviously, you're not just grifting five mil off a poor state off the poorest state you are grifting five million dollars from the poor descendants of black 
slaves. Yeah, it, it's a hundred percent. You as a white man, Brett yeah. Favre. Yeah. You fucking old goat. First off, you should have retired twenty three years ago. The fact that we like, that we let you play in the league. This is the sportiest you've ever heard me talk on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> The fact that they let you play in the league with all of them gray hairs about your head and Literally. face was already gracious enough. And by the way, I'm of the opinion that just because you play a sports ball game does not mean that you should be making more money than fucking lawyers and doctors. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is fucking laughable that yeah. that shit happens. That And I love LeBron James. That LeBron James, uh, what's a football player example? Um, of what? Of give me a rich football nigga. Um, I mean, there's a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, what's Mahomes. his name? Is Pat- his first name Patrick? Yeah. Great, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes boy. He's raking in dollar bills, and I really like Mahomes. He five hundred million. He play, He's a good ass football player, and he's sexy. You can't take anything <laughs> away from the good doll. However, he is at the end of the motherfucking day throwing a ball around. <laughs> Let's really foundationalize this in the reality of the situation, which is that Brett Favre, after having made tens of millions of dollars throwing and catching a ball in a sport where they have positions called wide receiver, (laughs) which is just the gayest thing (laughs) that you could ever be (laughs) besides a literal homosexual (laughs) Is a wide receiver of any kind. I mean, we don't even call ourselves wide receivers, girl. We just say bottom. So for me, you have already made this luxurious life off of doing fucking nothing. Yeah. And then you want to take more money from niggas? Have you ever seen... I saw a video. I, I love Shaquille O'Neal. Me too. And saw, Charles Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> But I saw a video of Shaq talking about when he first got to like the Lakers and they're like, oh, you've got all this pressure on you to be, you know, the great center you're supposed to be. And Shaq's dad took him to the side and was like, pressure, you're playing basketball. You're playing a game. Come on, dog. You're getting paid all these millions for a game. He's like, that's not pressure. He's like, pressure is that lady right there with those three kids and they don't know where they're going to eat. Thank you. Pressure is making sure they got somewhere to live. And again, this game is not. I'm, and that's like, damn, that's so real, man. And I'm not talking shit because I really love Shaq. I love Steph Curry. I love all the good dolls. Zachary <laughs> is going through all the athletes he could think of. He's running out. Kevin Durant. <laughs> that black man who plays for the Heat who looks like a velociraptor. <laughs> uh, 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 Bash. What is his name? Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. <laughs> Name five more athletes. Um, it could be any sport. Vince Carter. Okay, that's one. Uh, Serena Williams. That's good. Venus Williams. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. That's it. Barry Bonds. I think I covered the bases. And that's it. <laughs> Don't ask me shit else. Don't ask me about ratios and percentages and <laughs> play-by-plays. I don't... You know I don't know, so let's not play that game. (laughs) What I'm saying, though, is that Brett Favre was lucky enough to have gotten as far as he did throwing a ball back and forth. 100%. And then you have the unmitigated white-ass gall to grift more money. You should just simply retire. 
I'm going to say this, and I mean this from my belly. If the Jack and Daiquiri show gets $1 million, shit, you will stop hearing from me. <laughs> We're, I'm not about to be doing a bunch of Sprite deals. No. We're not about to do a collab with the Joe Budden podcast. No. I will take my money and run. You Because I can, listen, I make a teacher salary stretch. I get I get paid pennies and biscuits per year, and I live life lavishly, girl. Yeah, I was gonna say I am inundated with weed. <laughs> I have marijuana up through my nostrils. We're always going out somewhere fancy. And if you've seen me in person, you know how I look. Talk <laughs> your shit, bro. I'm not about to play games. <laughs> so if I ever got six figures to my name, yeah. Are you out of your ducats? Yeah. Oh, girl, it would be over. And that's Fuck what Brett Farr. that's what so many people are saying. Are like, okay, you made over however many millions mm-hmm. in the NFL. You you have five million. Come on, dog. For sure. And if you care about your daughter that much, just donate the shit. People do that shit all the time. Anyway, they they call it the Brett Farr Volleyball Arena. Come on. I know that nigga got five mil. This, I know for a fact. This is my last little two cents about it. Um, <laughs> my brother, Long Island, cheated. Uh, my father, Mr. Jones, cheated. Jay-Z, cheated. <laughs> Tiger Woods, cheated. Uh, ooh, never mind. Can't say him. God rest the dead. Um, I would say leave him out of this. It's not even worth it. It's not even not even kind of worth it. Kanye West cheated, I'm sure. Um, all these niggas cheat. And it's awful when you cheat. Like, like infidelity is a terrible thing. It breaks up families. Like, I am watching a family, like, completely dissolve in front of me. And it is literally all because, like, niggas, niggas just are not satisfied with the, their partners. And they don't know how to fucking talk about shit. What I'm saying, though, is I would rather be cheated on than have somebody steal $5 million from me. I'll just step out well, on the ledge and say that shit. Like, I was, well, I was going to say, too, I've seen... Now, this is all just on, like, Twitter and stuff. But when you see these athletes, they're like, oh, so-and-so cheated on their wife. And everybody's like, see? But if I do it, it's a problem, you know? <laughs> like, it'll be, like, random it's dudes a- being like, if I do it, it's a problem. But I'll see, like, women that'll be like, well, I mean... It's cool when they do it. Yeah, it's cool when they do it. Fuck them. <laughs> But, like, women will be like, I mean, he has $400 million and yeah, cheated. Yeah, You work at McDonald's. Like, <laughs> it, and, it, and it is very different. Like, yeah. that tax bracket is, is, is very, very different. It changes things, but, man. But I feel like what Brett Favre did, you know, besides the fact that it's illegal, um, is also, like, morally like just deplorable now well cheating is awful too it really really yeah, is it, it all comes down to you have a choice to make and are you going to do what you learned in pre-k and do the right thing or the wrong thing we all know yeah, yeah which yeah. way to go he chose to go the wrong way just like he made doka pick to go the wrong way now with all that being said the main reason for this topic is to put a light on the fact that a man, a black man, has been under more scrutiny for and more of a microscope and is losing more possibly 
than a man that stole five five million comma zero 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 comma zero 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 dollars like so what the black fuck is wrong that's what i'm saying man it lasted two maybe three days and now all day today it's been about what's neil long gonna do how could he do this to her which is fact but at the same time, like we need to have the same energy with him. Wow, she's trending on Twitter as you're talking about this. I didn't even oh, realize for sure. that shit, dog. That's for crazy. Sure. I've seen twenty Fresh Prince videos of her like smacking Will Smith. They're like, well, this is gonna be Nia when she see Mayadoka. And I'm Girl. like, damn right. First off, y'all need to mind your fucking. Bit. We don't know what goes on in these folks' houses, right? Like- and, the, and that's what someone else broke down because I watch a lot of talk sports TV, and they're like, here's the thing, right? Stephen A. said. Why do the Celtics need to put this on Front Street? He said, because I'm going to be for real with you. I've been covering the NBA for a quarter century, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This shit happens all the time. Yeah, man. But if y'all are going to talk about it, he's like, I hope he doesn't get fired. But if you're going to do it, then at least like that would be the reason to do it. Because there's no need to go into people's personal business. If it happened yeah. at the you know, if it was like at the facility or under the team watch, whatever it is. Then you handle it within the team. Because there's right. a bunch of other fucked up shit that goes on with these teams that no one knows about. Thank you. And this is something that's like, do the people paying to go see the game care what he's doing with his wife? No, they hope he can win the fucking game. I really game. don't. Honestly, like, and I I still like to go to a sports ball event here and there because their nachos are good. And, like, you can get a good <laughs> greasy-ass cheeseburger. We got to go to a Cardinals game. I also want to go to a Blues game. Yes. Like, season's that. coming up. Oh, can we go to a Cardinals game so I can get those fucking bucket nachos? I was about to say, you can get a, in oh, a, in a fucking batting hat, bro. It's so They're country. huge. <laughs> they got $5 beers. Before first pitch, me and Shorty went to a game, and I had my <laughs> had my daughter with me too, and I got both of them set up with their nachos, and I was like, okay, we got to get there early, right? So we do all the snacks, and then I went to the beer tents. Yeah. I got, you know, six, seven beers mm-hmm. for $25, and no, that never happened type shit. Like, I love a good ball game. Yes. Honestly. Yep. Like, I know that I don't know shit about, and, and if you take me to a, a sports ball game, I'm not going to know what's going on, but I I always enjoy myself because the shit is fun. It is fun. Um, fuck Brett Favre. Fuck Brett Favre. Stay out of people's marriages. Yeah. <laughs> and stop stealing from black people. Um, so I, I seen this thing um, like last week and I was like, oh, why, why, why are they like having roaches on TikTok now? And then I looked at the video a little bit closer and I said, oh, it's not a roach. It's a white girl. Um, oh, so if you're, I was actually, I'm like roaches on TikTok. If you're not familiar, um, oh god, <laughs> you have to play it. I'm already so exhausted from this. Yeah, I'm like, do they have it? Um, I've been trying not to. It, ooh, it's a video. It's gonna pull up on TikTok. Hang on one second. And I'm in the the like Wi-Fi. Might not connect. Oh, here it goes. Come on, get it done. Oh, wow. This is, like, not even the... They put music over it that's fully not that. Anyways, the period, uh, period, uh, girl, whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> says, uh, thanks to TikTok, many user-created songs are able to reach a much larger audience. Take the Island Boys for... Okay, who gives a motherfuck? Now there's another track to get on your radar. However, this creator isn't a singer, but rather someone with a signature catchphrase that was just begging to be made into a funny little tune. So who's ready to listen to Period I, also called also called Period I, Period Uh. 
So the TikTok user's name is Brit Barbie Three. Oh God. It's um, a white girl, probably yeah, named okay, so, Brittany. And this, we can paint the picture for y'all. Um, she's she's the type of white girl, you know her, um, does the makeup all extra, very like dramatic. The lashes. The lashes are like over the top. It's like she watched BT for three hours yeah. and took everything she saw, but only took the worst parts and thought, this is how I be black. Yeah, um, and so yeah, she, she made a little ditty, a little tune. Terrible. Um, the song, the song sucks. Like the song is really, really <laughs> bad. Um, I'm not even gonna hold you on that. It's an, it's a god awful song. It's she, really bad. She really should be brought up on charges just based upon the quality of the song. I wish you could find it because that's all she says the um, entire song. It is deplorable, actually, and so the. Her presentation is also like she's wearing a weave or like yeah. a wig of some kind. Like a Tupac bandana. And it's all these like long ass acrylic nails. She's wearing yeah. this stupid ass yellow shirt. And yeah. she's rapping like the Cash Me Outside girl. Okay, bad baby. That um, is white girl's inspiration I for rap, I think. Don't pay any mind to these girls. I I first <laughs> off, it never makes its way to my for you page. Um, because my for you page is all black people <laughs> who are actually black um, and white people who are just trying to be white people, which is equally as entertaining on TikTok. Um, I had kind of seen videos of this girl being stitched by people who I actually followed, uh, which was a disappointing piece. So first off, like I said, it's just a rap song. It sucks. But it's like she's using all this black vernacular. She keeps saying period throughout the entire song. She's doing the whole black scent thing that's cool now. Mm -hmm. But in five years, she'll look completely different and be like, oh, I did make that video. It's it's the same thing the Kardashians are doing. And I mean, five months before now, she also looked way the fuck different in terms of like she didn't have all the long lashes. Actually, not even... That fucking long ago, like, this is a character that this chick does where she puts on the long lashes and now suddenly she has this fucking black scent thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I had been seeing her do the little thing and a couple black creators had been stitching her. But then it was also like, we're having all this discourse about like, why it's wrong. And I'm like, aren't we kind of past that now? Like... I'm not interested in talking to y'all about why it's bad to make to to mock like what you think black people do or say or behave like. Right. We're beyond that point now. Why are y'all platforming this girl? Like why Why are we allowing her to become a trending topic? And I mean, why are we talking about her? I feel a certain, thank you, I feel a certain obligation just to at least mention it because we do a media show yeah, where we have to talk about different media things, but I'm also like she can go to hell. Like she's providing nothing for us. Yeah. She's not moving the culture an inch. She's forcing Well, we were, we were just talking about phases, right? Mm -hmm. This is an actual phase. Yep. Because I cannot tell you how many white people I've seen, not only on the internet, 
but also in person who, you know, oh, I'm going to do the whole like rap black thing to be cool. And then as soon as it comes time to, you know, get your jobs or it's just not. Or go on Ellen. Right. As soon as it's not the the cool thing to do anymore, which being black is always going to be the cool thing to do. You right. idiot. Suck my dick. I'm so dumb. Um, like. They switch up and they try and be like, oh, I never did all that shit. No, you did. Fully. And you tried to make money off it. You mm-hmm. tried to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So the, Don't the, work that way. The other piece of this, too, which. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to just say this. I said it about um, what was that computer's name? Oh, Effin Mika. Effin Mecca. Yeah. I said the same thing about him or it. I'll say the same thing about this little girl. It's blackface, guys. Um, Literally, it is a minstrel show in the same way that it was a minstrel show a hundred years ago. It is just that the blackface has to look different now. Here's where I think it's coming from. I think that. You could be way more overt about being racist like a hundred some odd years ago, and it was really, really profitable. Now you have to kind of find a way to make it like, oh, this is just sort of for entertainment thing. I don't want to make fun of black people. Like I actually, you can lie and say you actually grew up around black people, this kind of thing. And now if you feel like, you know, wear dark enough makeup and stuff like that, now black people are forced to have this conversation of like, oh, maybe she is actually black. And it's like, guys, Never. you don't know any black people who look like that or talk no. like that. Let's not play that game, right? Look, I'm from Alton, Illinois. And all my people who know me, who listen to this show from Alton, y'all know this girl looks like an East Alton type of white girl. Yep. Or like a fucking. You know this girl. South St. Louis like very county that, very type that. girl. Yep, yep, yep. This like. It, the anybody from Muscoota, Illinois, yes, like the <laughs> the type of girl that we're talking about, people know, and it's the one that everyone hates, cannot stand, can't stand, and she stinks. Yeah, <laughs> I can look at her and tell she has bo. Yeah, um, there's another interesting little piece about this, and when I when I say interesting, I do mean offensive. Um, yeah, we on her ass a little <laughs> bit, a little bit before the blackface thing. She's also on TikTok. Like, making fun of autistic people. Like, there's another character where she's, like, talking a type way. I'm not even finna do the voice because it's fucking it's fucking it's, awful yeah. to do. It's really offensive. But she's making fun of disabled people at first. And then now it's all I'm making fun of black people. And I'm like, also, like, you are just a bigot, right? Like, Literally. You are just profiting off of making fun of anybody that you can make fun of besides your own lily white ass. Because apparently it's not funny enough to just be white. Right. <laughs> and it is, by the way. <laughs> I laugh at white people daily. <laughs> and you don't even have to do a whole lot, right? I just find it, I, I found it really embarrassing to kind of see people like Chloe Bailey, who I actually really, really enjoy, like stitching this girl in a way that wasn't trying to critique anything. It's just like, oh, like I'm gonna sing over what she's doing because I think it's cute and I think it's funny. And I'm like, guys, now blackface is different to where They're you can actually... convince black people to co-sign the blackface Literally. a little bit. Literally, you can convince black people gonna with FN Mecca. You can convince black people 
to actually work with the blackface girls, mm-hmm. Rachel Dolezal, <laughs> you can actually convince Negroes to join in the minstrel sh- the minstrel show. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like niggas really compromise not only themselves but their culture trying to ride the wave. That Come doesn't on. need to be rode. You know what I'm saying? We like, make the wave. We don't need to ride it. No. So all the, the co-signer, that's just stupid. No, it's really And it's really like, oh, I, I just want to support, man. Fuck that shit. No, she's awful. Yeah. Um, it'll be the absolute last time she gets even alluded to on this goddamn program. Take a bath. And yeah. take off those goddamn eyelashes. And use your normal ass voice. You do not talk like that. Business, like God, fucking damn. I can't stand that shit, bro. Um, speaking of people, I can't stand. Um, Kanye West went on Good Morning America recently. <laughs> I love Kanye West. God damn it, I hate Kanye so much. <laughs> he's so motherfucking goddamn <laughs> black ass annoying all the fucking time. No, he's not, bro. Kanye is funny, bro. Um, so Kanye. <laughs> Y'all daiquiri is sitting there. I said, Kanye is funny, bro. And he literally just shakes his head. You know he's funny. Um, He's <laughs> he's certainly something. Um, Kanye West is beefing with Gap right now. Because, you know, he does the thing every couple of months where he beefs with whatever, um, like, white fashion company isn't letting him have, you know, 60% of the breakdowns. So... He got on the socials recently and was like, you know, I'm parting ways from the gap, whatever. Um, he says the this is come from a couple of days ago. It says the experiment in corporate disruption that was the partnership between Kanye West and Gap is officially over. Yay, as Mr. West is now known. Yeah, I forgot he like uh, legally changed his name to Yay. His mama name Kanye. I'm gonna call him Kanye. I'm like you. St- I'm like Kanye West still calls Caitlyn Jenner by her old name, so I'm like I don't feel obligated to call him anything. Hmm, nigger. Um, Yay, as Mr. West is known, formally notified Gap via a letter on Thursday that he was terminating their agreement involving the Yeezy Gap apparel line, citing breach of contract. Instead, Yay is moving ahead with plans to open his own stores. So, um, real quick, I want us to go back in time to how 2013... Okay. Kanye West Yeezus had come out, which, as far as I'm concerned, is one of Kanye West's best albums. That shit's insane. I love Yeezus yeah. so much. And he was really on his, like, you know, it sounded like anti-capitalism, and it sounded like he was being anti-racist, but it was really more so that Kanye West was mad that, I don't know, Balenciaga or whatever the fuck white fashion brand wasn't cutting him a check as large as he thought that it should be cut, right? So he went on Sway in the morning. Uh, Yeah, he went on Sway in the morning. And he was talking to Sway and Sway's peoples about, you know, the woes of being being the only black man in a, like, very white, very European fashion industry, right? The fashion industry is really fucking racist, historically speaking. It really is. (laughs) Yeah. But these are things that niggas knew before Kanye West decided that looking like a homeless person was, like, chic. Okay? 
So Kanye West is complaining and whining and bitching and moaning. You don't have the answers, Sway. About how <laughs> fucked up the fashion industry was and about how he's not getting splits. So Sway poses the question, well, why don't you just do it yourself? And of course, Sway asked this question because at the time, Kanye West was back then a multimillionaire. Yeah. He had enough He got money. a B now. He has a B now. But he had an M back then, and honestly, I would still take an M yeah. any day of the week. <laughs> I have a T. We, we just talked about one and M. Not T as in trillion. I mean I have a T as in a thousand <laughs> in my bank account right now. I'm baroque. So he got kind of got really pissed off. This is 2013. This is ages ago now. Got really pissed off at Sway for even posing the question. You don't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> you don't got the answer. And so Sway tried for 10 minutes just to be like, dog, I'm not yelling at you. There's no need for you to yell at me. Relax your body. So Kanye West was like, you don't know how hard it is to do this. Is at the first. And don't forget, you can't forget. It's not Ralph, though. <laughs> it's not Ralph, though. So I guess Ye goes on this um, Good Morning America interview. And uh, they're talking with him about the um, about the gap partnership sort uh -huh. of dissolving. And uh, like he says a lot of words um, that I don't really listen to Kanye. It doesn't mean a whole lot of stuff. But he's complaining. And then in the interview, he says, well, the interviewer asked him, what did what did the interviewer ask him? She was like. So a couple of years back, you sat down with Sway mm. and he said, like, what you're alluding to now, like, why don't you go off and do it on your own? Right. And you said he didn't have the answers. And Kanye literally goes, you know what? I should probably reach out and say that Sway, Sway had, the answers. He had the answers the entire time. Yeah. So Kanye is deciding now that he wants to do Yeezy on his own, which for me is a non-issue. Yeah. A, because I have never in life been interested in buying Yeezys. Nothing. T-shirts, shoes. I think like one pair of shoes would be cool. I will say Yeezy year one gagged me slightly. The whole like distressed look with all the greens and the browns and the oranges. I was like, oh, this is actually really sickening. Yeah. And then like when he did the Yeezy thing where it was also Life of Pablo era, I was like, oh, he's kind of on top right now. Yeah, that shit was like, dope. Actually, really, really, really. That's one of my dope. favorite versions of Kanye. Samesies, you right? Know? I love him in that stage, right? Yeah. I always thought that he was doing it on his own because I was like, it's just Yeezy. It's like, right. Yeezy is its own thing now, even if it's never been its own thing. Right. So, as far as I'm concerned, you owe Sway a huge apology. <laughs> 100%. Because you, not every black person can do it themselves. A lot of black people, we talked about this some weeks ago, a lot of black people think, well, I have this really fun drawing of the bee from the Honey Nut Cheerios commercials smoking a black and mild. And <laughs> I want to put that on a t-shirt. I already ordered 800 t-shirts. Who wants one? And I'm selling them for $45. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas do this all of the time. Yeah. And it don't work for every nigga. But that's because every nigga is not a multi-millionaire. Yeah. It was always going to work for Kanye West. Yeah. This whole thing of like, well, now I'm going to step out on my own. Girl, you're not stepping out on your own for shit, girl. You already have factories in Singapore. Like, 
You're already probably making the little Asian people. The yeah, little but Asian does kids. he own those? Or is that his distributors own that? But that's his complaint. But that's also the issue that Sway was trying to make is that he was bitching and moaning about not having access to whatever the Where fuck. Where he could have just done that you from jump. You could have always started way smaller. Yeah. Bought your shit. It could have been an affordable clothing brand at the beginning. And then you could have worked it up to this like. Yeezy is high fashion. Like, yeah, the you shoes have are to like have damn hundreds near... of thousands of dollars yeah. to be able to really buy into a fit. Or you have to be white and have parents. Um, damn. It's just so stupid. White kids do love Yeezys. Black people can't afford most of the little high fashion stuff that the rappers like to sell. And I'll even extend that to like Tyler, Tyler the Creator's fashion line, mm-hmm. Golf LaFleur. I love Tyler Down. Can't afford none of those fucking shoes. Yeah, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah. So, my whole thing is like, dog, this is not news that you're like. It's cool that you're like going off and breaking off on, on your own. Like that's fine. Nobody gives a shit because Yeezy has been well established since 2013. Exactly. If not a little bit before then. So like for me, shut up. Yeah. Just sell your clothes. Sell those little weird shoes that look like honeycombs. If the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were wearing them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and shut up. I was just telling my... That's funny you said. I saw my shorty the other day. I'm like, you know what? I kind of like those. I think they're kind of cool looking. No, no shade. They grow on you. I don't know. I, I don't know how much they them. are. But I'm like, if I had to buy... If I had, like, you know, just the stupid amount of extra money to just waste, I think I would buy a pair of those. Yeah, you like know? one good pair. I mean, I'm looking at the, these exact fucking the like uh, yeah whatever honeycomb shoes. Oh, that's not shoes. that bad for them. I mean, they're not awful, but then it's also like aren't they like made out of the same shit that like Crocs are? I don't know. I hear they are quite comfortable though. Okay, I have heard that Yeezys that that particular kind of Yeezy quite comfortable. I'm not mad at Kanye for any, like, don't care. But it's like, first off, nobody cares. Secondly, Sway tried to tell you this shit 10 years ago. Yeah, and yeah. You, you popped an attitude. Yeah, you got to apologize. So, they're upset on that. Um, is there anything else? Did you want to talk about Mask Off selling his catalog? Yeah, um... I guess Future, and you'd probably know more about this. I guess Future sold his Yeah, so Future sold his entire catalog. Here, I was just looking at it. So goddamn stupid. Y'all know the king of toxic. Um, No, he's like, he like wrote the Bible for misogyny. Like, he can teach classes on how to hate women. (laughs) You identify his women with APs. If she don't got an AP, she is not his. What is an AP? It's a watch. It's a fancy watch. If she don't got that, she belongs uh, to the streets. I, I guess I've been out of the game for quite some time. Hey, man. I'm out the game, too. <laughs> Shit. I've been retired. My ear is not to the streets like it should be. <laughs> no, he sold his Grammy award-winning publishing catalog, which spans from 2004 all the way to 2020. Mm. He sold it to Influence Media Partners. They cut him an eight-figure deal. Worth seventy five to eighty million dollars. Okay, they bought six hundred and twelve of his records. They got Jumpman, Jesus. Mask Off, and Life Is Good. A couple of them. So like just to name a few. <laughs> just to name a few. So I just thought this was interesting because we always talk about music on this show. Yeah, but I knew how, and I know Dakri will have more of an insight on this how hard it is for artists to 
have their masters and to keep them. Yes. Um, that's why Chance the Rapper is such a was such a big deal when he first dropped because yeah. he owned all of his shit. So every time you stream, you stream a Drake song right now. Yeah, Drake gets a good amount of money off he that. He gets a cut. But so do eight other people. As in where you have yeah. these people who are independent, i.e. Chance the Rapper. You stream that, that nigga gets 100%. Right? It goes to him and then he gets to divide it up to his team as he sees As he fit. sees fit. Right. But what Future has done is given away all that power. So now this company will make a larger percent when these songs are streamed, when these songs are played. Um then future will if and I'm sure and I it didn't say too much in there, but I'm sure he worked it into where he still gets a cut of the song. Sure. But it's not going to be like a he gets 80, they get 20. It's going to be more of they get 80, he gets 20. Yeah. Um, like and my and my thought process, too. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. I feel like he's young to be doing this future to be selling his whole catalog. Um, I, I feel like you don't do that. Like the Beatles, like Michael Jackson owned the Beatles catalog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Future is literally only 38 years old. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I, I feel like you're young that. because yeah, it's 75 to 80 million, but you're also, you're not even 40 yet. Yeah. Come on dog. And he's rich. So yeah. he's going to live a long time. Yeah. 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 That's you know what I'm point. saying? Yeah. That's a good point. That's what I was like. Isn't this a little early to be selling? You sold Jumpman to the white man? What? <laughs> Think about that shit, bro. Like, we could hear Jumpman in anything now. Yeah. So, God, this sucks. Because. And he's not hurting for money. There's no way in hell. Now, yes, Future does have a lot of kids with a lot of different women. Yeah, but women. he's not taking care of any of them. It's not like, but it's not like he's paying child support. I thought for sure he would be paying child support being a Future is not taking care of any of those kids. Okay. Most, that's he's He was in the news like every six months for three years straight because he's not actually paying. He's just impregnating women and then leaving. <laughs> but he can't be hurting that bad for money regardless. No, there's no way that he's hurting, hurting for money. Here's the thing. I am an independent artist. Like, and I am independent, number one, because I can't find a white manager. <laughs> the second somebody wants to manage these funds, let me know. <laughs> Book me a show, girl. But on a, like an actual serious note, like the music, the musicians that I was listening to in high school, uh, Chance the Rapper, Mac Miller for a very long time, Wiz Khalifa for a very long time. Um, Frank Ocean for a while, and then now again, um, Tyler the Creator. I watched these people without a team or without a a like big corporate backing, completely storm the music industry. Like I, I watched these niggas take over. Tyler the Creator is a multi Grammy award winning artist now, and I watched that nigga eat a roach on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of respect for the independent girls because the shit is really hard to do and owning your masters is a really big fucking deal, especially now during the streaming industry. Let me break this down. Every time you stream a song, the artist gets 0. 0.0006 cents per stream. And that's assuming you listen to the entire song. 
Mm-hmm. That's assuming you do not rewind or skip a track or cut it off in the middle part, which because that's your favorite part. We make dust, which means you have to you have to get your strong your song streamed like a hundred times to make six dollars. Literally, and then if you had to pay anybody or if there's anybody like on your team who's like a songwriter or you have producers that you have to pay, you got to cut that evenly, right? If you're not a bastard, you have That's to cut my boy, it evenly. My boy don't collab with nobody. <laughs> he said, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> I lose money every time I want to make an album. I'm going to just say this. Atmosphere, which is my second studio album, second of probably four that I'm intending on making. Atmosphere came out January of 2021. Yeah. It cost me probably about $1,300 to make that record. I had to pay $100 for every mix of the song. Yeah. I'm sorry, for every mix of every song. So it's a 12-track album. That is uh, 120. Hold on. Yes, one hundred and twenty dollars right there. Don't look at me for help. I was like, "Hang on, what's that math?" That's my weakest. One hundred and twenty dollars right there. Then I had to pay like another fifty bucks per master, which means it it sounds nice and bubbly in like on iTunes and Spotify. Um, It's like three hundred fifty extra goddamn dollars. Then I had to pay for the artwork to be made. Then I had to pay for this thing and pay for marketing and pay for oh, I need you to retweet this dog. And then you actually have to pay to put the album out on platforms. You have right. to pay 30 to $50 just to put the music out. As an independent artist, I lose money every single time I want to make an album. But you know what? I own my black-ass masters. Yeah. So the pennies and biscuits that I make per stream, it goes to my pocket, right? No, it's not a lot of money. No, it's not even an honest living. Because, again, that is not my primary source of income because it could not possibly be. <laughs> but I take that owning your master shit very seriously. So here's what I'm going to say about Future. Come on, dog. Like, I know the lean probably has killed a couple of your brain cells, but, like, you got to think a little bit. And I saw, like, people praising him. And I was like, no, this seems – it seemed early on top of just, like – Dumb. What was like, the selling point? He sold it for how much? 75? 75 to 80. Okay. I want you to really think about this. If they bought your shit for 75 million, how? it's because they know exactly. your shit is worth $750 million bare the fuck minimum. You ain't gotta tell me. Uh what's uh what's no limits? Uh What's No Limits um, record label head? Master P. Master P. He said the shit on Solange's album in 2016. He said, no, I didn't sell that shit to the white man back then. Because if they asked me for 10 million then, I have to be worth 100 mil at that time. Exactly. And I, listen, like, I'm not the, like, you know, black people have to be making hundreds of millions of dollars. But guys... We're getting pimped out, man. Like, yeah. you're getting pimped out. The white mu- music execs know how much your money can, uh, how much your music can make. They they know that shit. You gotta hold out. 
You have to. Now, Future is a different conversation. I don't know that he was independent for a very long time, if at all. But what I'm saying is you never let them keep your masters. Ask Taylor Swift how she's doing right now. She don't know her masters? No. Scooter Braun fucked that girl. Scooter Braun literally. This is so evil. I feel like that's how the music industry is, though. It, that's how it used to be. I watched the fucking video of TLC, the, the, the TLC movie, when them girls had no money. Yes, but that's how it were, used to be. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that anymore. Taylor Swift signed a deal with Scooter Braun's whack, evil Disney villain ass when she first <laughs> got started. Do you know that he went back and he collected all of her albums? Every album she has ever made. He now owns 100% of, and he won't even let her perform her records live. She has How to, does she tour? I'm, I'm finna tell you. I'm like, wait, hold up. It's so fucked. She had to go back and re-record all of her albums. Oh, I saw that. I thought she did it for like a... No! That's not to be cute. It's because she had to. Damn, okay. Everything you see now that says Taylor's version is because she had to go in and re-record every single album she ever made. Damn. And I have I talk a lot of shit about Taylor Swift. One thing you can never say about, about that white bitch is that she didn't have hits. Taylor Swift... <laughs> Oh, girl. <laughs> T-Swizzy was on top of pop music. So, no, right, she was. And right now, honestly, she's not even that far into her catalog in terms of re-records. She's only been able to re-record Fearless and 1989. I'm sorry, Fearless and Red. She's been making albums. No, she's been around since I was in middle school. Scooter Braun now owns the fucking, I believe, the self-titled... Self-titled Taylor Swift album, Fearless. He also owns Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, and Lover. That's Damn. all of her. That's her entire discography. So what she's doing basically is cutting him out because her fans will only stream her versions. And get this, how this relates back to another topic. Kanye also is getting fucked right now. He... You know went on IG and was like, they are selling my albums because for whatever the fuck reason, I don't own them. I thought he for sure had all his own shit. Kanye is on Def Jam. Def Jam is one of the worst record labels of all time. He's on As, Def Jam now? I believe so. Good music is under Def Jam. You're right. Ask Frank Ocean about Def Jam. That's why Blonde and Endless took so fucking long to come out because Def Jam is a slave plantation. So I say all this stuff to say... But wait, Kanye doesn't own his early shit from like the he Rockefeller? Ne he never did. Damn. He never did. I actually did know... Did you watch that? You watched that. No, I'm, uh, I was going to say, I was like, you know what? But that's Dame Dash and that nigga... He's kind of shy, Steve. Yeah, and it's not even kind of. Like, it's a for sure. Like, that nigga, he always tries to act like he's some tough motherfucker, but he just found niggas from the hood. It's black people stealing from other black people. Literally, yeah. So, w the caution Damn. to, uh, what's his name, Nevadius, um, Future's government name. 
I was like, who? <laughs> the caution to Nevadius and all of his sons and daughters. <laughs> you never sell your masters. Never. Because whatever they whatever they buy you off at, whatever they buy you out at, they're telling you, A, this is how much we think you should think you're worth. Right. And we're also telling you this is the tenth of what we plan to do with your money. This shit's going to be in everything. Fucking Disney movies and MTV's going to get more. It's rap. bad news bears now. Yeah. Shout out to Future. Um, yeah. I hope I hope you can get him back, Grom. Yeah, shout hope out to that check, though. I'm sure it was nice, <laughs> but I'm also sure you didn't fucking need it. Yeah. Right? Um, from there, we're going to move to um, our Jack and Daiquiri reviews or our At the Bar segment, which is our last segment of the day. Um, like I said at the beginning, we made uh, I made um, vodka sodas. Just the simplest little recipe. It The recipe is in the name. You freehand vodka to mm -hmm. your liking, and then you freehand a soda of some kind. I, we did Sprite. Um, and then to spruce it up, I put what was essentially crystal light <laughs> um, in our mixtures. What did you think? It was amazing. It reminded me of college and high school all at the same time because that's all you – in high school, all you drink is vodka. And hard juice. And, like, a Gatorade. Mm -hmm. But it reminded me of, like, college where it's like, oh, yeah, we want to go out tonight, but we don't really want to spend that much money. So you go buy the biggest bottle of fucking Tito's or whatever you can find. Right, that's right. Throw some soda in it, and you're fucked up. And jungle juice. Yes, jungle juice. Yeah. The jungle juice wave was crazy. Yeah, it reminded me of like those parties you'd go to in college where they would just have like a big like bowl or something mm -hmm, of like mm -hmm. punch. Yeah. And everybody's knowing it's not actual like it's like punch, spike punch. But it would. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of a Halloween party I went to one time. Yeah, this was a sickening one, honestly. So um, I did say this already. The Lavish drinks are really not something the good doll Daiquiri Jones can budget <laughs> out right now. Yeah. Um, we will continue to do cocktails because making drinks is really fun. We just won't be doing the fancy ass ones every fucking week. Every week now the plan is what do we have? <laughs> <laughs> what do we have to drink? How can we spruce it up? Yeah. Um, if you want to make a, a vodka soda, simply get some vodka and get some soda. Put it in a cup. Mix it up. And there you have it. You need like two ice cubes. She's a cute drink. I really like her. Um, but that's all we got. So the bar is closing. The lights are coming up. We do have to go home. We thank you for joining us on another episode of the Jack and Daiquiri Show. We promise the next time you come back, we'll have more rounds on you. Um, shout out to everybody whose parents and grandparents are actually black. And you white people, take off, the, take off that wig. Have a good one. See you next time. <laughs>